Next Chapter Podcasts. Previously on In the Cards. Popova Psychic Greetings. My fate in life, Lex, is to be a loser. I just can't believe I didn't notice it till yesterday. Destiny's so mean! I say if you're fated to be a loser, then embrace it, own it. You hear me up there? I deny my fate! In terms of romantic love, the spread reveals loneliness, longing, hurt. I'm gonna get that kind, beautiful, vibrant girl to fall in love with me. Then everything changes. To Nadia's Lex, let's roll. The tower card indicates imminent upheaval. Upheaval can be a very good thing. Hardship replaced by ease. Loneliness replaced by companionship. But upheaval, of course, can also be thoroughly destructive. Next Chapter Podcast presents In the Cards. Episode 3, Beware of Orange. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds Gotta get you to the girl! Truck! 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 Relax, Gail. Wasn't even close. I'm too skilled. We're not in a hurry, Lex. It's not a ticking clock situation. You were yelling at the heavens five minutes ago? Things seem pretty serious. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that stop sign. You're perfectly safe, Gail. I closely studied all the Fast and Furious films. Oh, what a relief. Okay, Lex, it's right up here. I know where it is. Which means you can slow down. Slow down! Check this out! Stop! Stop! Ah! Ah! Woo! Dude! Two inches from the curb! And one inch from a heart attack. A textbook slide! And an off-topic question, Gil. Why don't you have a license? I failed the test nine times. Of course you did. Thanks for the ride. Good luck with the tarot, girl. From now on, Lex, I refute the idea of luck. Okay, then let me wish you success in deviating from your projected life path. That's more like it. See you at work. And it's your turn to bring donuts. Now get out, shut the door. The rain's getting on my pleather. And if you see Bella, tell her hello. Good night. I have the right away, asshole. Popova Psychic Greetings, but I'm sorry, we're closed now. Nadia, hey, it's Gil from the other day. Oh, Gil. H- hi. I'm I'm sorry, we're we're kind of closed. Right. It's late. I I, I don't know what I was thinking. No, 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 no. It, it, it's okay. Just Hey. Hey. Look at you. You're tripping wet again. I've been having a very intimate relationship with Rain lately. It seems to be stalking me. <laughs> I'm actually glad you came. 
I've been feeling so bad about how things went oh, today. Oh, don't feel bad. I shouldn't you have... were just doing your job. How are you doing? Good. Though my neck's getting cramped looking up at you at this angle. <laughs> Sorry, I'll come down. Better? Much. Were you coming for another reading? No. No, I, I think I'm done with readings. Forever. No offense. <laughs> I don't blame you. I actually came to see if you might maybe like to go out for a cup of coffee sometime. You mean, like, a date? No, not a date. I, I mean, if we threw in a movie, you'd call it a date. But I was just thinking <laughs> a friendly coffee, maybe a pastry if we get peckish. I don't know, Gil. I don't really go out. At all? Are you agoraphobic? I'm not agoraphobic. I saw a show about agoraphobics. Very strange people. Never would have pegged you for one. <laughs> I'm not agoraphobic. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I, I do go out, but not out socially because I don't see the point. Oh, I can't wait to hear why. Well, I've read my own cards countless times and I know what's in store. Yeah? And regarding relationships, I'm supposed to... Supposed to... Supposed to marry a doctor, have two kids, and live in New Jersey with some kind of pet. Oh, like maybe a, a parakeet. <laughs> I know you're making fun, but it could be a parakeet. The pet part is never very clear. But the doctor part is clear. It's my destiny. Beautiful girl on the lookout for eligible doctor, Nadia. <laughs> You're in serious danger of becoming a pre-women's lib cliche. I mean, oh, stop you, it. You home the emergency rooms, <laughs> clinics, and urgent care centers? I know how it sounds. I also hear they hang out at country clubs. Very funny. Nadia, who's with you? It's Gil, from the other day. With a regrettable luck. How are you? Well, if I'm being honest, after the reading, I moped for a few days, ate nine pints of Ben and Jerry's Chunky Monkey, and watched five depressing Bergman films in the original Swedish. You speak Swedish? No, but I found the complete confusion somehow comforting. Uh, by the way, Bella, my friend Lex sends his regards. Did he? A very amusing young man. And a horrible driver. I'll tell him you said hi. As you wish. I'll be up in a minute, Bella. Good night, Dad. So, where were we? You were telling me about living life as a shut-in. <laughs> Not a shut-in. I just... I just don't go out because dating a non-doctor would be me just wasting everyone's time. Who's talking date? I'm talking about two hip Philadelphians enjoying conversation <laughs> over a caffeinated beverage with the possibility of a pastry. Uh, I don't know. After you read My Fortune, you pretty much told me a person can't live life trapped by what destiny holds in store for them. Sounds like that's what you're doing. It's not what... It's different. I get that your destiny is to marry a doctor at some point during your childbearing years. But you're young. That might not happen for another two decades. On Yahoo News, I read about a 62-year-old grandmother in Tucson who just got pregnant. You see? So, with the ever-expanding limits of female fertility, you might not have your destined bundles of joy till you're close to 70, which also means you might not meet and marry this doctor guy for another 30 or 40 years. You may have a point. That's a long time to stay in the house doing nothing. 
You need activities to pass the time, Nadia. I mean, I guess you could take up fishing or stamp collecting, but tea with the pal sounds like a lot more fun. I don't know. Stamp collecting actually sounds interesting to me. Well, great then. We'll, we'll talk stamps over tea. How about that? <laughs> oh. Okay. Whoa! yay. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I, I find just a little light bulb glass in my hair. It must have been a power surge. Your building is out to get me. I will take exploding <laughs> light bulbs as my cue to leave. How's six tomorrow sound? Which really means 6.30, because I'll have a slew of unexpected mishaps to deal with. 6.30 sounds perfect. Great. I don't know if your eyes have adjusted to the dark, but I am turning to go now. <laughs> oh, it's still raining. You want me to grab you an umbrella? I feel like at this point, using an umbrella would be giving in. Fair enough. I'll see you tomorrow. But it's not a date. Of course not. Good night, girl. Hey up there, universe. Tea with the pretty tarot girl. What do you think of that? Yeah, you can go to hell, too. in Smythe Advertising. How may I... Oh, hello, Mrs. Corker. Um, oh, I think Jim's on the other line at the mo... Well, yes, yes, of course. He'll just be a minute. While you're on hold, would you prefer to listen to jazz, pop, classical, or Zydeco? Zydeco? Really? You're the first person to ever choose that. Hold for Jim. Bryson! Run to Jim's office and tell him Mrs. Corker's on the line and that she's pissed! On it! Hey, Linda. How you doing? Hey, Gil. Hi, Mrs. Corker. I'll have Jim on the line in just a minute. Here comes the Zydeco again. How you doing, Rafa? Uh, can you put these in the break room? Donuts! Thanks, Gil. Good morning! Hey, Sue. I like the haircut. Very severe. Thanks, Gil. You have toilet paper on your shoe again. Morning, guys. Hey, Gil. Hey, Gil. You running for mayor or something? Hey, Sue. Hey, Linda. Hey, Rafa. And a good morning to you, too. Screw your good morning. I'm pissed. At who? At you for dragging me to that philosophy class last night. I got home and was contemplative for ten and a half hours straight. Didn't sleep a wink, and now I've got to design imbecilic table tents all day. It's like a brand new circle of hell. You didn't notice I'm on time this morning. You are on time. How'd you manage that? I outmaneuvered the universe. How? I left for work three hours ago. Impressive. Did you make toast? I did. Did you burn it? I did not. No burnt toast? Do tell. Well, Lex, I strode into my kitchen prepared for battle. If you're telling me the whole story, I'm going to close my eyes, tune out the office, and visualize your tale in the 3D high-res imaginings of my brain. Eyes closing. Now I'm drifting through the wall and flying across the city like Superman. I see your building. There it is. I'm almost there. Okay. I'm in your apartment now. Continue your story of your morning. Well... After I got up, I played a little oboe, as always. 
Then I went to the kitchen. I looked at the toaster, my morning nemesis, and grabbed the bag of seedless rye I'd bought at the Silver Moon Bakery. Did you have any juice? I skipped the juice because I didn't want to chance spillage on my shirt. Nicely done. Keep going. I dug out two pieces of rye. I love rye toast. It's the best. I then approached the toaster and inserted the bread into the slots. As you may know, I like my toast crispy, but I set the doneness meter all the way to light. A ploy. A stratagem. Then I pressed down the lever, and I waited. It's like a Jason Bourne movie going on in my brain. Like usual, the bread didn't pop up. Of course it didn't. I got close to the toaster and peeked inside. I thought your eyebrows looked singed when you sat down. I did singe them. Ouch! But more importantly, I could see inside the toaster that the bread was done. It was critical I get the rye toast out of there pronto. Come on, come on. I tried to jimmy the lever, but it wouldn't release. It was stuck like glue. I'm on tenterhooks. As the first curl of smoke started to creep out, I knew I only had seconds to act. There was a cleaver in the butcher block. I raised it high, and then I chopped the cord right in two. Ah! Why didn't you just pull the plug from the wall? Emotion overtook me. So you killed a kitchen appliance. I did. And right after I killed it, the toast popped up, and it was perfect. I spread on a layer of butter, followed by a touch of strawberry rhubarb jam, and ate every bite. Wow. I did spill a little jam onto my shirt and had to change it, but in terms of the toast, I won. Open your eyes, Lex. Yeah, you won, Gil. Wow. And you haven't even asked about Nadia. We're going out tonight. Holy shit. Where are you going? For tea. How posh. But it's all going to go horribly wrong at any minute, right? Absolutely. But you got to just ride this wave as long as you can before you crash and get mangled on the coral reef of life. My thoughts exactly. Now let's design some table tents. Yes, Mrs. Corker. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, I understand. What's she saying, Jim? Mrs. Corker, that doesn't leave us much time to... Mrs. Corker, you know you're the most important client here at Rando and... Okay. Well, see you then. Jesus H. Christ! What'd she say? She wants a new pitch on the Cheese Curls account today at four. Today? It's a formality, Bryson. She's gonna fire us. Okay. Not great, but, uh, you know, they're just a regional company, right? Not the end of the world. They're going national next spring. Their ad budget's gonna quadruple, and that's my account. Oh, Randa will have my head. Jim, 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 relax. It's not complicated. How would any other corporate executive solve this problem, huh? Hey, Jim. You wanted to see me? Gil, get in here. Sit down. Hey, Bryson. Congrats on the promotion. Ah, thanks, bro. What happened to your eyebrows? I had a little run-in with my toaster. Hey, how's that philosophy class going, Gil? Gil's getting his advertising degree at night school. (laughs) You don't have a degree yet? 
Well, my parents got into a car accident. And if you're getting an advertising degree, why the fuck are you taking a philosophy class? I needed a humanities credit. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, humanities is a blow-off. You don't take something hard. I took the history of recreational drug use. (laughs) For my final, I made a 10-hour video of myself popping peyote buttons. Got an A+, a fantastic buzz, and I met my spirit animal, which is a neon purple flying turtle. I've never tried peyote. It was all about coke back in my day. Peyote's a fucking blast, boys. Our Native American friends know how to partay. But this meeting's not about peyote or coke or even ecstasy, which everyone should also try if they haven't. I love me a little X. This meeting's about Gil's future. Am I right, Jim? <clears throat> it is. And Bryson, what was I just telling you about Gil and his work here at Rando and Smythe? You were saying he's like the Leonardo da Vinci of table tent design. And da Vinci painted the fucking Sistine Chapel, Gil. I think that was Michelangelo. The point is, you've proven yourself, Gil. From now on, we'll leave the loser table tent assignments to the little people. You told me you wanted more responsibility. Well, how'd you like to conceive the new TV campaign for Corker Cheese Curls? Really? I think you've got what it takes. Well, I'd like that. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Settled! As of this moment, Gil, you're lead creative on the Corker account. Give him the folder, Bryson. Here you go, bro. We just got off the phone with Mrs. Corker. Oh, I hear she's a tough cookie. She's a pussycat. And she wants something totally new. What word did she keep using, Jim? She wants whimsical. I mean, we've had Corky the Clown as spokesman the last three years. How do you get more whimsical than a fucking clown? So, you're promoting me? No time to lose here, Gil. Mrs. Corker's coming at four. And we need to pitch a new campaign. For today. That's the way it goes sometimes, bro. Yeah, bro. Use the North Conference Room as your think tank and take whoever you want to help. Uh, well, I, 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 I better get moving. Uh, and thanks for the vote of confidence, Jim. You earned it. Good luck and shut the door on your way out. There he goes. Running down the hallway. Ooh, just knocked into the water cooler. Klutz. You think this will work? I changed all the records. Gil's listed as having been the account manager for the last eight months. As far as Rando will know, Gil's the guy who lost Corker. Good job, Bryson. Now tell me more about those peyote buttons. They set me up, Lex. Maybe it's the universe getting back at you for murdering your toaster. Oh, that Bryson's a snake. Have I thanked you yet for drafting me onto your team of doom? Beware of the color orange. That's what Nadia told me. Well, she hit that nail on the head. This cheese curl shit's gonna get us canned. Hey, guys, Jim told me to bring you a couple of bags of cheese curls for inspiration. Here you go. Thanks. Hey, Sue, Gil and I are gonna get fired in a few hours. It's been great working with you. Oh, Gil, I'll really miss you. See you guys. Oh, I'll really miss you, Gil. How nice. Please remind me to take Sue off my Christmas card list. Enough sulking. Let's eat some cheese curls for inspiration and brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. I'm feeling it now. They're cheesy, uh-huh. curly, flavorful. What's our magic word again? Whimsy. Right, whimsy. Whimsy, a new whimsical mascot of some sort. 
How about a cheese curl loving Martian? Or maybe an affable orange elephant who raps. Or how about we dress up a little person in a cheese curl suit? Because he'd look like a giant orange walking turd. Good point. Uh, hey, give me that folder there. Mm. Mm. It must mix heroin in this cheese powder stuff. I can't stop eating this shit. Mm. Interesting. What are you looking at? It's a customer report. Look at that number there. I see it. So, what are you thinking? You have on your idea face. What's my idea face? It gets all scrunchy and then you look constipated. Well, I do have an idea. How about this? Oh no, Sue just texted. The Corker team just arrived. It's game time. You ready? I think so. How do I look? You're working some huge sweat stains in your pits. Oh, crud. And your nose just started bleeding. Damn it. You know this is fate at work, right, Lex? I'm on the verge of success. I'm rocking the boat of inevitability, and it's trying to keep me on my path. I'm pretty sure you're mixing metaphors, Gil. Here, just shove some Kleenex up your nostrils to dam up the flow. Good idea. That's it. Keep shoving. Way up there. How's that? Does that work? Good. Though, now you sound like a duck. And a a little blood dripped on your shirt. Shit! Uh, Maybe the blood drips will distract your eyes away from the sweaty pit situation. Where's the PowerPoint remote? Uh, uh, there it is, on the floor, next to your foot. Yeah, yeah, right, right there. Bend over. Grab it. Okay. Oh, my God. Was that your pants or your hamstrings? My pants. Oh, God. Not nice up there. Stop yelling at the universe! People are gonna think you're nuts! Just turn around! I'll staple the pants! No! They'll be here in seconds! Turn around! Fine, but be careful! God, Gil! That's a full crotch to waistband split! Hurry! Don't move, this could be dangerous. One more, lean a little to the- Ouch! Sorry about that. It might hold, but stay as still as you can, okay? Okay! Here they come! Calm down. You do the talking, I'll do the PowerPoint button. Ooh, she looks mean. Welcome to the North Conference Room. Make yourself at home. Jim, let's get this over with. Who's giving the pitch? No small talk. That's what I love about you, Mrs. Corker. I'll hand things off to the guy who's been working months on your campaign, Gil Garson. Hi, Mrs. Corker. How come I've never heard of him? Well, Gil's our secret weapon. We've kept him under wraps, but believe me, he's the lead creative on your campaign. Is that blood on your shirt? Yeah, sorry, I had a bloody nose situation. Yeah, Gil's been getting over a little leukemia, but he's kicked it, except for the occasional nosebleed. What's up with your voice, Gil? I wonder you got tampons shoved up your schnoz. Uh, It's Kleenex to plug up. You know what, I'll I'll take him out. Is that better? I'm bored already, Jim. Are you pitching something or what? We are, Mrs. Corker, and let me say, it's so nice to finally meet you in person after working on your account for so many months. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go, Gil Gawson. As I understand it, you're looking for a new product identifier for Corker cheese curls. I am so sick of the stupid clown. That's good, because we assassinated Corky on his way to work this morning. (laughs) A little dark there, Gil. Sorry about that, Mrs. Corker. I'd have pulled the trigger myself, Jim. Continue. My pitch to you is we define the Corker brand outside the cartoonish, childish realm. I'm listening. You said you wanted something whimsical. Whimsy is a great word. But to me, whimsy doesn't mean childish. It means fun, impulsive, playful. 
A frolic. Exactly. Every bag of Corker Cheese Curls isn't just a snack. It's a frolic. A good time. A party. So the question is, who do we associate with parties? Clowns. Jim, if I hear the word clown once more, I'm walking. Lex, can you put that graphic up on the screen? Thanks. First, as you can see, your potato chip competitor's base market is consumers in the 8 to 16-year-old demographic. On the other hand, your base customer at 68% is ages 17 to 35. 68%. For this demographic, whimsy equals vitality, connection, adventure, naughtiness, and sex appeal. Sex appeal? Okay, this is over. I'm sorry, Mrs. Corker. Shut up, Jim. You don't think cheese curls are sexy? You lick your fingers after you eat them, for Christ's sake. I'm listening, Gil Garson. Go on. Let's find a spokesperson the Corker base connects with. Someone with youthful abandon and energy. Hit the next couple slides, Lex. Look up there. There's Megan Trainer. And she's holding a cheese curl. God, I love Photoshop. Megan oozes fun. And here's Aquafina. Katy Perry and Shakira, Amy Schumer. These women are the specs for your new spokesperson. They have the charisma of a pop star, but the approachability of a bestie. She'll transform the lamest occasion into a rollicking party. Because she knows what's best. She's a leader. And a trendsetter. Show the storyboards for the new TV spots, Lex. Look, Mrs. Corker. There she is. The center of the party, the leader of Snack Nation, the ideal reflection of your target demographic. And you know what? What? She loves Corker cheese curls. Does she? Let's graduate Corker from cartoons into adulthood with a new, witty, attractive, confident leader of Snack Nation. Snack Nation. I like that. I'm going to tell you a secret, Gil Garson. I was planning on firing this firm when I walked in here today, but you're the only person that actually gets it. I don't know why they've been hiding you. Jim, from now on, Gil is in charge of everything on my account. Understood? Well, I was recommending that to Mr. Randall this morning. He's my guy. Meeting over, email the storyboards, and let's find the new modern face of Corker Cheese Curls. We'll send over the new contracts. See them to the elevator, Bryson. On it! Nicely done, Gil Garson. You know, sometimes it's hard for people to read what I'm feeling because of all the botulism floating around in my forehead. So I want to be clear. I'm very happy with the new direction. So let's not fuck it up, huh? Nighty-night. Thank you, Mrs. Corker. Holy shit! You did it, Gil! Oh, <laughs> we sure did, boys. That's what I call teamwork. That whimsical note I gave you really brought the whole thing home, right? Well, I'll see you boys bright and early. Let's make some commercials! Man, that guy's an asshole. You saw the universe trying to screw me, right? The sweaty pits, the nose, the ripped pants. We played rock, scissors, paper the other day for an hour, and you didn't win once, but now you somehow managed to close a multi-million dollar deal? It makes no sense! If you get lucky with Tarot Girl tonight, the whole universe might explode. Don't jinx me. If you want a shot with this girl tonight, you better buy some new threads. You look like a homeless dude who just got beat up by Floridian teenagers. I'll run over to Old Navy. Gil, 
We're talking about the girl you love who could launch you onto a winning life trajectory. You need a swankier store than Old Navy. You're right. I'll go to the Gap. That's more like it. Now go get that girl. See you tomorrow. Ouch. The door opens the other way. Right. The guy's still a train wreck. In the Cards was written and directed by Kevin Henderson. The cast is as follows. Connor Ratliff as Gil. Stephen Boyer as Lex. Lila Robbins as Bella. Jamie Ann Romero as Nadia. Chick Woody Iwuji as Professor Peter Towers. Robert Cuccioli as Jim. Joanna Glushak as Catherine Corker, Helga, and others. Mari Sandoval as Clea and others. Chris Henry Coffey as Bryson and others. Nancy Rodriguez as Monica and others. Delphi Harrington as Mrs. Tassiopoulos and others. Michael Goodfriend as Robert and others. Additional voices performed by Amy Malloy, Gigi Henderson, Declan Henderson, Adam Aris Gutierrez, and Courtney Rosemont. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA. Original music composition, sound design, and mix by Shane Reddick. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh and Robert McNabb. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keyes. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The managing director of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. Special thanks to Jeff Talbot, Tallulah Henderson, and Mike Mariano. In the Cards is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcast.com for more about the series. Subscribe to ncpodcast.com to get cool merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, and writers, and artists who brought the series to life. Porn, Satan, drugs, therapy. It's not just the list of what I'm up to this weekend. I'm comedian Kiki Anderson, and those are just a handful of the taboo topics I've poked and prodded at so far on my podcast, Indecent, the show where we peel at the wallpaper of polite society. Each episode digs into the dark underbelly of our culture to dissect the things we aren't allowed to talk about around the dinner table, featuring conversations with comedians, activists, journalists, academics. They all help me figure out the who, what, and why behind what is and isn't acceptable behavior. And Decent with Kiki Anderson, where NSFW meets LMAO. Next Chapter Podcasts.